0: of Lessons from a Horse. I'm your host, Bethany Tuske. In this episode, we are going to talk about why horses are so good at helping us to be better humans, and how through horses we can learn more about ourselves and our strengths and weaknesses. (music) a quote from horse trainer buck branneman that says the horse is a mirror to your soul sometimes you might not like what you see sometimes you will have you ever thought to yourself that you and your horse are a lot alike well you're probably right horses will actually mirror the energy and emotions that they experience from their owners if we let let it this can actually teach us a lot about ourselves. So we're going to get into that more in a little bit. But first, let's talk about how and why horses are able to do this. Horses are prey animals and live in herds as a way of keeping themselves safe. The more eyes and ears there are looking out for danger, the better. Horses in a herd will actually synchronize their heart rates. If a horse at one end of the herd senses danger, his heart rate will increase. And then the heart rate of the horse next to him will also increase, and so on through the herd, until even the horses all the way at the other end of the herd receive the message of potential danger. And this happens very quickly, almost instantaneously. If the original horse decides that there's no danger, his heart rate will lower again. And then so will the horse next to him, again spreading through the herd the message of safety. Horses will also respond to changes in a human's heart rate. Horses can hear a human heart rate from up to four feet away and are especially in tune with it when the human is interacting with or riding them. In her article, The Hidden Wisdom of Feeling, Linda Kohanov describes a study that illustrates just how sensitive horses are to our emotions and our heart rate. In a 2009 article published in the Veterinary Journal, researchers from the Swedish University of Agricultural Sciences performed an experiment designed to study the effect of a nervous handler on the heart rate of his or her mount. You've probably heard before that horses can sense fear in a human and this study was set up to test that very theory. Horses of various breeds and ages were led or ridden at a walk by amateur equestrian volunteers. Both the horse and the human were wearing heart rate monitors and each team traveled a 30 meter distance between two cones, a total of four times. Just before the final pass, however, the person was told that an assistant who had been standing next to the path the whole time would open an umbrella as the horse went by. The assistant never did open the umbrella. But even so, the heart rates of both the human and the horse rose significantly as they passed the assistant. The human's heart rate, of course, increased as they anticipated what would happen when the umbrella was opened. But what's interesting is that the horse's heart rate also increased. The horse had no way of knowing what was potentially going to happen they were responding to the change in the human's heart rate almost instantaneously, as the human anticipated what was going to happen. So we can see that horses' heart rates can change in response to human heart rate. But horses will often mirror other behaviors as well, both from other horses and humans. So here's a story of... An example of one horse mirroring another one. A client of mine had been working with her horse for a few months doing Liberty work with him. And I'm always up for a challenge. So we decided to take both the other horse and my mare, Maya, into the arena at the same time with the goal being for us each to work our respective horses at Liberty at the same time. The horses had never met each other so we started off by turning them both loose in the indoor arena and stood back to let them interact. What followed was quite interesting. Maya initially completely ignored the other horse and walked away from him without any acknowledgement. The other horse followed her. Maya continued to walk around, exploring the arena, and he continued to follow right behind her. When Maya stopped, he stopped. When Maya turned, he turned. When Maya walked or trotted, he follows the suit. Maya eventually allowed him a brief greeting, but was quick to end it and continued her exploration of the arena, with him mirroring her every every move. So why is this significant and what was going on here? Maya, by ignoring him and walking away from him, had established her leadership over the other horse. And he, by following her, was acknowledging that he accepted her leadership and was willing to trust her. All of this happened within seconds. How? These two horses had never met before. How did they establish their roles so quickly? And why was the other horse so willing to blindly follow a horse he had never met before. Horses naturally seek to be around other horses, and when they are together, it is important to know who the leader is. This helps keep organization within the herd. If every horse just did whatever they wanted, there would be chaos, and that would put them at risk for danger. So by having an established leadership role, It allows for greater safety amongst the herd. The leader is responsible for directing the other horses movements. And in turn, the other horses will follow the leader. So they know when it's okay to move and when it's okay to stop and when they need to react to danger. Now, here's the part that might surprise you. Horses generally don't want to be the leader. There are a few rare cases that do, but most horses would prefer not to be the leader. Being the leader is a huge responsibility, and, all ho- and almost all horses will gladly turn that role over to someone else, as long as they know that, that someone would be an adequate leader. In the absence of someone they feel fits this requirement, They will assume the role of leader in order to protect themselves. Horses will sometimes fight to determine who the better leader would be, but oftentimes fighting is not necessary, with one horse quickly submitting to the stronger leader. The horses were able to sense each other's energy levels immediately. Maya could tell that the other horse was too laid back to challenge her, so she immediately took leadership by walking away from him, and he immediately chose to accept by following her. This happened ex- exceptionally quickly in this case. It can sometimes take longer, with the horses greeting each other and perhaps challenging each other to assess each other's strengths and weaknesses. So why does any of this matter, and what does this have to do with our relationship with our horse. Well, when we're working with our horse, we become a herd of two. And generally speaking, the human is the leader in the relationship. And what's interesting is that over time, a horse will start to mirror the personality of their owner. Just like the other horse was mirroring Maya's movements, horses will learn to mirror their owners and will even take on the personality traits of their owners. Confident owners will often have confident horses. Fearful owners will have fearful horses. Disrespectful people have disrespectful horses. Stressed people have stressed horses. Angry people have angry horses. Content people have content horses. Happy people have happy horses and so on. If we let them, a horse can open our eyes to issues in our lives that we need to deal with, such as fear, hurt, or anger. Whatever we give to our horse, the horse gives back to us. In our human culture, emphasis has been placed on verbal communication. So we have lost much of our sensitivity to the nonverbal messages we may be sending or receiving. It has become, or maybe it always was, common practice for people to hide or repress their emotions in attempt to appear as though nothing is wrong and they, quote unquote, have it all together. Someone asks how you're doing and you retort, I'm fine, when deep down you are anything but fine. You feel like you can't let them know your truth for fear of getting hurt or being rejected. Humans love to hide their true feelings, but horses aren't fooled by our pretending. They can sense our true energy and emotions, and they will oftentimes reflect those back at us. This can be difficult sometimes when what we see is fear or anger or confusion, but it can also give us the push we need to deal with some of the issues we might otherwise choose to ignore. When I first got Illustre, we went through many struggles as I tried to retrain him after he came to me labeled as an unrideable horse. This was incredibly difficult for me. I've always struggled with self-doubt and fear of failure. However, I learned to overcome these things by working hard so I would achieve my goals. I took comfort in the work. Each time I accomplished a new goal, I would temporarily feel better about myself. I would keep myself busy to avoid facing my feelings of failure. And it was through this that I was able to pretend that everything was okay. Over the years, I had learned to be self-sufficient, and if I encountered a problem along the way, I would just dig in and work hard and get through it. So that's what I did with Illustray. I tried everything I could think of. I read books, I took lessons, I tried different training methods, but nothing was working. In fact, the harder I tried, the worse things became. I was then flooded with the self-doubt that had always been there inside of me, but was now coming up to the surface, brought out by what was happening with my horse. How could I ever be a great horse trainer if I couldn't even train my own horse? I felt like a failure. My feelings overwhelmed me to the point where I no longer enjoyed riding, and fear and anger were taking over my life. Others around me may have had no idea that anything was wrong. I was pretty good at putting on a mask and pretending everything was fine, but I was definitely not fine. Others, others may not have known that anything was wrong, but Illustrator sure did. Horses are far more in tune with energy and emotions than people ever will be. Therefore, Illustre was well aware that I was not happy. He felt my fear and anger and reflected it right back at me. Luckily for both of us, I was able to work through my own issues, which in turn caused a complete change in Illustre's behavior. Once I became more confident in myself, Illustrate was also able to become confident in me. Once I stopped trying to become so perfect all the time, it took the pressure off of both of us, and we were able to relax and actually enjoy working together. We can't hide our emotions from our horses, and we owe it to them to bring our best selves forward. Horses have taken me on a path of self-development that I don't think I would have been able to go through without them. They've given me the motivation to be better. Of course, you don't have to be perfect. No one is. And horses are very forgiving. So if you're struggling right now, don't be too hard on yourself. We all go through difficult times in our lives. I've gone through many, but my horses have always been there to help me through them. And don't be ashamed to get help if you need it. Support from family or friends or even professional help is so important in helping you in your journey. Don't try to force it or fake it. Take the time to get to know yourself and your struggles, your strengths and your weaknesses. And remember that there are no instant fixes and we are all on a journey of learning how to be better people and partners for our horses. I was thinking the other day about how fortunate I was to have lustre come into my life when he did. He showed me areas of my life that I needed to work on. And through wanting to help him, it gave me the push that I needed to improve myself. Without him showing that to me, I wonder if I would have taken the path of self-improvement that I've been on ever since. I'm in a much better place now than I was back then, and I have him to thank for that, along with the support of my wonderful wife and my friends and family. And through the years, other horses have shown me other areas of myself that I need to work on. Self-improvement is a lifelong journey, but how fortunate are we to have horses to help us along the way? Being authentic and dealing with your stuff can be hard. Trust me, I know that. But for me, I want to be a better person for my horses as much as I can. And the more I improve my own mental and emotional health, the better my relationship with my horses get. When you start to approach life with a positive, curious, and happy attitude, you'll find that your horses will start to behave in much the same way. And your connection with your horse will deepen and your relationship with them will grow stronger. Our horses are here to help us and to guide us and to show us a better way to live. Take some time to listen to what your horse is telling you. Thank you for joining me today. I'd love it if you'd share your thoughts on this podcast in the comments. I always enjoy hearing from our listeners. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving a review and sharing with your friends. If you want to learn more about developing a better partnership with your horse, you can check out our website, Tuskeedressage.com, or search for Tuskeedressage on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. And you can also sign up for our virtual classroom on Patreon at patreon.com backslash Dressage. And lastly, if you are looking to go even deeper into the lessons our horses have for us, you can check out my book, God's Heart Through a Horse's Eyes, available on Amazon and Amazon Kindle. Thanks again for joining me on Lessons from a Horse, and I'll see you next time.